Pastor Lau and Pastor Dala Haprasit would like to welcome you to the following message from New Hope International Church in Seattle, Washington. Here is Pastor Lau's anointed teaching that will change your life with love, hope, and peace in Jesus Christ. And now, Pastor Lau. I'd like to read one passage of the scripture. Many of you know that a lot of things that happened in the Old Testament is a type or a shadow of the spiritual thing that happened to us today. The Old Testament is not just containing historical account or story for us to read just to decorate our brain, but the story or the real account that happened in the Old Testament is a type and shadow of what Jesus would do when he came and what would happen to the believers like us. One of the stories that I like is about Moses. Moses was a type of Jesus Christ. He became the savior of the nation of Israel that was in captivity or bondage under the hard hands of the Pharaoh and the Egyptians for many hundred years. It's symbolic of our life before we became a Christian that we were under the harsh hand or the torturing work of the devil upon our life. Moses showed up and then he led the children of Israel out of Egypt, passed through the desert, the wilderness. Unfortunately, the first generation of the children of Israel did not believe. They walked in unbelief and complaining. Therefore, they could not enter the promised land. That's a very sad story. Only Joshua and Caleb and those under 20 years old could enter the promised land. I pray that you will be that generation of Joshua and Caleb. You will not be the first generation that stuck and died in the wilderness. And in this story, there is something that's so significant to all of us as a believer to understand how God wants us to live this Christian life. In 1 Corinthians chapter 10, the Bible talks about the situation that happened to Moses and the children of Israel. Moreover, brethren, I do not want you to be unaware that all our fathers were under the cloud, all passed through the sea. The sea is a red sea. The cloud is the pillar of cloud. They were covered and surrounded by the pillar of cloud during the daytime and the pillar of fire at nighttime. Verse 2, all were baptized into Moses in the cloud and in the sea. Everyone say all. Verse 3, all ate the same spiritual food. The Apostle Paul who wrote this scripture talk about manna. Manna actually was a physical food dropped down from heaven. But in this passage, he said spiritual food. Verse 4, all drank the same spiritual drink for they drank of that spiritual rock that followed them and that rock was Christ. There are four things that happen in this passage. The Bible used the word all 
four times. All, 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 all four times. Which means that these four things that happen to the children of Israel must happen to all the believers. No exception. Except the believer reject or ignorant, never been taught, never been encouraged to do it. The first thing is that all were baptized into Moses in the cloud and in the sea. So the Bible says that we should all baptize under the water. Every believer should be baptized under the water. Number two, and that is not the subject of tonight's teaching, and all in the cloud. Actually, the Bible talks about the cloud. The cloud is a tangible presence of the Holy Spirit. That means that every believer should be baptized in the Holy Spirit, speaking in tongues. It should be a normal part of Christian life that everyone is baptized in the cloud or in the Holy Spirit. Definitely in the fire as well. Baptized in the cloud and in the fire of God. Those are two things that happen. Baptized in water one time. Baptism with the Holy Spirit one time. One experience. But it did not stop there. All, verse 3, ate the same spiritual food. Mana is symbolic of the Word of God. We need to feed ourselves with the Word of God every day. We need to read the Bible. We need to listen to the teaching, anointed teaching. We need to feed ourselves with the Word of God every single day. And I do that. When I sit in my car, I listen to the Word of God. I never sit in my car and have a daydream. I just sit and listen and drive and feed myself with the Word of God. I read the Word of God. I study the Word of God every day. We need to feed ourselves with spiritual food. And all drank the same spiritual drink. For they drank of that spiritual rock, Jesus Christ, the rock. What is a spiritual drink? The Holy Spirit. You remember John chapter 7? The Bible talks about the living water. And verse 39, Jesus concluded that the living water represents the Holy Spirit. So as a believer, we need to always drink and be filled with the Holy Spirit and with the fire of God. People ask me, why you like to lay hands on Sunday? Why you love to see people filled with the Holy Spirit? I don't want to argue. It's in the Bible. If they drink the spiritual water all the time, we need to drink the living water of God on a regular basis. Believers will not be healthy without the Word and without being filled with the Holy Spirit on a regular basis. Amen? Definitely, there is a doctrine that people fill with the Holy Spirit one time and speak in tongues and it's done. It's, they graduate. It's not true. Because the Bible says you need to continue to eat spiritual food. And you continue to drink spiritual drink on a regular basis. And our church wants to practice that way. We want our brother and sister to be filled with the Holy Spirit, either during worship or during the devotion time or come to the church on Sunday or revival night and get touched, get filled with the Holy Spirit on a regular basis. I want to encourage all of you that you should be those type of Christians. God say all eat spiritual food. We all need to be hungry for the Word of God. 
and all drank the spiritual drink. We should always be filled with the Holy Spirit. I can encourage you, but I cannot force you. I just show you the scripture that this is the way of life that Christian should have. We should be this way. Continually, daily, get into the Word of God. Continually and daily, get into the Holy Spirit. Even Paul say in Ephesians chapter 5, always be filled with the Holy Spirit because that is the will of God. We need to be filled with the Holy Spirit on a regular basis. Amen? Be led by the Spirit of God. Tonight, I would like to continue to talk about baptism with fire. In Matthew chapter 3, verses 11 to 12, why don't I read from New King James Version? Matthew chapter 3, verses 11 and 12. I indeed baptize you with water unto repentance. You remember? Baptize in the Red Sea. That is baptism in water what the children of Israel went through. But he who is coming after me is mightier than I, whose sandal I am not worthy to carry. He will baptize you with the Holy Spirit, with the cloud, the pillar of cloud. All of them baptized in the cloud, baptized with the Holy Spirit and fire. The pillar of fire. God said Jesus would baptize the believer with two things. With the Holy Spirit and with fire. Not just only Holy Spirit, but and. Not or, but and with fire. His winnowing fan is in his hand. And he will thoroughly clean out his threshing floor. Threshing floor is a church. He's going to clean up the church. And gather his wheat into the barn. But he will burn up the shaft. The shaft is something in our life that we should not have. We should not have sin, bondage, curses, demons, any wrong attitude, any wrong doctrine. God says he wants to burn up by the fire. Burn up the shaft with unquenchable fire. When I was a young believer... I read the scripture, I thought that the word fire here and the word chaff here, the word chaff means unbeliever and unquenchable, unquenchable fire means the hell fire. But now I grow up more and have more experience. I know now the chaff is in this world right now, not in hell. God wants to clean up all the junk out of our life to make us become more like Jesus. Unquenchable fire is the fire of the Holy Spirit that the end-time church need to be filled and baptized. We cannot become a holy bride of the Lord Jesus Christ without the burning, without the cleaning of the unquenchable fire of God. And I believe that we are coming closer to the end time. And God going to move in the fire of God all over the world to prepare the end-time church to be the bride of the Lord Jesus Christ. I don't know about you. I want to be a part of the bride of Christ. Then when Jesus looked at my life, he would say, wow, my son, the church here, look like more Jesus. Look beautiful, look holy, pure, blameless, without wrinkle, without blemish. God going to clean up the church with his word and also with the file of God. 
I know that this is something that many Christians don't understand and never heard of. But I want to let you know, any doctrine without experience is not a true doctrine. The doctrine needs to be followed by experience. Whatever I preach tonight, actually you should go back to listen to the first four teachings of this series about the baptism with fire. Everything that I preach, I have experience already myself. I don't open the textbook from Bible school and try to teach you. I myself have experienced the baptism of fire for the past 17 years. And I know what I know is so real. I saw in my mission trip, I saw in the church, I saw in my own life, and I know that the baptism with fire is so real and Christians need it. Amen? So we know one thing. The baptism with fire is about cleansing. It's about preparing the bride to become like Jesus from glory to glory to glory to glory until we all attain to the whole measure of Christ. Believers live their life according to their doctrine or their understanding. Some believers believe that after they accepted Jesus Christ and born again, they get out of hell, that is it. And then done, they just go to church every Sunday, waiting to die one day to go to heaven. There's nothing more than that. Just study the Bible to have head knowledge about how long a Noah ark is, how wide, how many animals on the boat. They just study the Bible, but they just wait to go to heaven. They wait to die and go to heaven. Nothing else more. But there is another group of Christians called charismatic Christian that believe in speaking in tongue, baptism with the Holy Spirit. So they fill with the Holy Spirit, speaking in tongue, move in signs and wonders, perform miracles and healing, but they stop there. They stop at only salvation and power with the baptism with the Holy Spirit. But one thing that sometimes charismatic Christian missing is about the file of God. You see a lot of problem in the charismatic world because they move in the power, but they don't understand the word holiness, the fire of holiness. They come to burn the shaft, the wrong attitude, the bad habits, the demonic power in people's life to burn them out, to prepare the church to be the bride, the holy bride of Jesus Christ. For me, I don't want to stop at only salvation, just come out from Egypt. I don't want just to be baptized in water, pass through the Red Sea. I don't want just to be baptized under the cloud, speaking in tongue. I want the baptism with fire as well. To be holy, getting ready to meet Jesus Christ. In other words, I want to encourage all of you. Don't just have salvation. Don't just think about having power. Speaking in tongue, you can prophesy, you can heal the sick. You don't stop there just to have power. Baptism with the Holy Spirit is about power. But you should move on to have a goal in your life that I want to grow. I want to be holy like Jesus. The same thing what Paul say in the book of Ephesians chapter 4 that God sent apostle, prophet, evangelist, teachers, and pastor to prepare the things for the work of service and to help them to grow from glory to glory until they attain to the whole measure. The whole measure. Until we really look like Christ, think like Christ, talk like Christ, 
have the same attitude as Christ. Anyone look like Christ yet? I don't think so. We still have a long way to go. But without the fire of God, without the cleansing work of the unquenchable fire, we cannot become like Jesus Christ. And that is the frustration of many Christians all over the world. They love God. They know the word. They have the spoken tongue. They serve God. But they struggle with certain habits. They struggle with certain things in their life that they cannot get set free. Still have bad habits. Still have fear. Still cannot sleep. Have a lot of problems in their life because they, they haven't been touched and cleansed and burned by the fire of God. Get rid of all the junk and the chaff and the dross of their life. Purify gold. Make all the impurity come up to the surface and clean them up. As a pastor, I want my church to become more like Christ. And that's why I move in the file of God. And that's why every church we plant in Thailand and Switzerland, London, Germany, and any part of the world, we want to move in the file of God. We want the people to be touched by the file of God. And it's really touching people. Today, I have a chance to talk to our representative in London. One lady called this to representative and say that I listened to the sermon of Pastor Lau. He was talking about baptism with the Holy Spirit and with fire. And how can I get that? I never spoke in tongue. I never been touched by the fire of God. This is a phone call, telephone call from one city in England to London. And when our representative in London started to pray in the phone, the Holy Spirit hit that person on the phone, spoke in tongue, no lay hand, just pray on the phone, spoke in tongue, and laugh in the Holy Ghost and the fire of God touched her, and she was drunk in the Holy Spirit on another side of the city. Not in the same city, just phone call. Can you imagine? This is fun to see God move through the voice and the hands of people around the world that has been touched by the fire of God. Tonight, I would like to share more about the benefit of the fire of God. Let's look at Deuteronomy chapter 5, verse 22. That was the introduction. Exodus chapter 5, verse 22. We're talking about Moses and the children of Israel. What happened to them is a type and a shadow of what should happen to us today. Deuteronomy chapter 5, verse 22, and I will read 24 as well. These words the Lord spoke to all your assembly in the mountain from the midst of the fire. The cloud and the thick darkness with a loud voice. And he added no more. And he wrote them onto tablets of stone and gave them to me. The word of Moses. And look at the response of the people of Israel. Instead of running to the fire, they ran away. They're so afraid of the fire. And you said, this is the children of Israel said, Surely the Lord our God has shown us his glory and his greatness. Glory Kabod, the Hebrew language, the word kabod means the thick, tangible presence of God that you can sense, you can smell, you can touch. God's glory show up in that wilderness by the pillar of fire, by the fire on the mountain. They were able to see and experience the glory of God. And we have heard his voice from the midst of the fire. One of the benefits of being touched and filled by the fire of God is that you can easily hear the voice of God. I came from 
the background of being Baptist, and then I moved to Charismatic Church one day. And in that time, I learned that every time I need to find whatever God wants to tell me, I need to do two things. I need to run to the Bible, which is good. I need to run to the Bible and read the Bible, look in the Bible. And number two, I need to go to my leaders and ask my leader to tell me what to do. I rarely heard the voice of God in the beginning of my ministry because I was not in a fire yet. But since I have been in a fire 17 years ago, 17 years, I could hear the voice of God all the time. Because in the fire, the Bible says, we can hear the voice in the midst of the fire. This is a big benefit of our life. It just happened to me yesterday. In fact, a father and a son came to my office. Actually, they came to me not for surgery. They just want to talk to me because I'm a Christian doctor. Discuss with me about the sickness of the son. And after we finished talking, the son said, I got from you more than any doctors in the world because I talk about spiritual, about how to pray and all these things. They pay medical bill to talk about spiritual in the office. Anyway, after they got up out of the chair, suddenly I heard the voice of God, look through that corner. So I looked through the corner. I saw sunglasses sitting there. So I pick it up and say, Mr. So-and-so, are these your sunglasses? Oh, yes, yes, yes. You see, even little things like this, God can show you. Yesterday, my daughter lost the toy of my grandson, Josiah. She lost big giraffe. My grandson loves animals, Love all animals. He has hundreds of animals. Not real animal, it's a toy, toy animal toys. So this is a big giraffe. My daughter looked throughout the whole house, could not find it. And she said she would not go home until she find it. She began to pray, God help me, because I have been looking all this time. I could not find this giraffe. And I began to hook myself up to the file of God, to the Holy Spirit inside me. God, I need to hear your voice like Moses heard your voice. I want to know where this giraffe is. I'm not kidding. To hear the voice of God involve finding a giraffe for my grandson. Not just only major issue. And God told me, go up to the bonus room. I walk up to the bonus room. I turn on the light. I didn't see anything. Nothing in there. And God said, walk behind that chair. It's behind there. So I walked to that chair. I looked behind. It was there. And my daughter did not see it when she first went up there the first time. So I, I come up with the giraffe. <laughs> my daughter was so happy <laughs> because I learned how to hear the voice of God. You can hear the voice of God every day, all the time in the fire. He can tell you what to say. Actually, when I perform surgery, every single minute, I heard the voice of God. God lead me every single step. Sometimes some surgery is very difficult. Two days ago on Tuesday, three days ago, I had to operate on a man who had back surgery already. It's just a mess. Big problem. Very difficult. A lot of scar. So when I opened it up, I almost gave up. I said, oh, this is a tough case. I can cut his nerve if I'm not careful. 
Suddenly, I heard the voice of God. You have to go up higher. Okay, I went up higher, and then He said, "Come from the top above and come down." And He told me every single step. What is next? What is next step? Move there, move here. I heard the voice of God, and the surgery went out perfect. I was so relieved, and the man leg pain was improved significantly after I got rid of all the pressure on the nerve. You see, you can hear the voice of God. God can speak to you. God can save you from so many problems. Maybe get involved in the wrong investment, get involved in the wrong person, partner with somebody that can cheat you or something. He he gonna talk to you. He will lead you and guide you. You remember the book of John, chapter 10, say, "My sheep." Hears my voice. When was the last time you heard the voice of your shepherd? When was the last time, or you never heard even one time? You should hear the voice of God every single day. Sometime I was driving on the street. Suddenly I heard slow down. So I slow down my car because sometimes you go down here, especially not East Eight in Bellevue. Not East Eight in Bellevue, you come down the slope, and the car tend to go fast. In that corner, many times I heard the voice in that corner. Slow down right now. So I slow down, and right there, in two seconds, I saw a police on the motorcycle <laughs> with the, that racer thing, <laughs> try to <laughs> catch somebody who drive more than forty-five miles per hour. You see, God knows everything. It's wonderful to a sheep of God that can hear the voice of the shepherd. Deuteronomy chapter nine, verse ten. The Lord delivered to me two tablets of stone written with the finger of God, and on them were all the words which the Lord has spoken to you on the mountain, from the midst of the fire in the day of assembly. In the midst of the fire, so many times when I get touched by the fire, I lie down on the floor. God burn me. I feel the glory, the presence of God. God would come to correct me about some doctrine that I used to preach, correct me about my practice and my behavior. He just talked to me, show me what to do. It's a wonderful thing to be able to hear the voice of God to show you what is right, what is wrong, what to do next, the direction in your life. God can guide you and lead you by listening to the voice of God, and not only that. You see, in the middle of the fire, God gave the Ten Commandments to Moses. I can guarantee, if you begin to walk in the fire, your reading Bible is going to be different. The Holy Spirit, the fire of the Holy Spirit, will begin to reveal many things that you have never seen before. Because in the midst of the fire, when you're filled with the fire of God, when you read the Word of God, the revelation, the light will shine, and you see the Scripture. In a different way from before, your Christian walk will never be the same. You will really understand the Word of God in a different dimension. Amen? Amen. So that's what happened. You hear the voice of God in the midst of the fire. How many people came to this church and have been touched by the fire, and you notice you heard the voice of God more than before? Wow! Praise God. God lead you and guide you. Let's look at next scripture, Deuteronomy chapter nine, verse three. Therefore, understand today that the Lord your God is He who goes over before you as a consuming fire. Consuming fire is a type of the fire of the Holy Spirit today. 
He will destroy them and bring them down before you, so you shall drive them out and destroy them quickly, as the Lord has said to you. Psalm chapter one o five verse thirty seven. He also brought them out with silver and gold, and there was none feeble among his tribes. In the midst of the pillar of fire, what happened is that in the fire of God there is protection, and the fire of God destroy the work of the enemy. The fire of God destroy. Today I need to perform surgery at 1 p.m. I like to get it done soon so I can come to the revival service on time. The nurse came to me and say, "I'm sorry, Doctor Lau." Your equipment has been contaminated by bacteria. We need to redo again. And I say, how long? Two hours. I look at the clock. Oh, I'm not going to make make it to revival service. No, 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 no. There must be some way to fix this problem. I need to talk to the manager, or maybe I need to switch the patient, or I need to cancel and move to tomorrow. I need to be in this meeting. I cannot miss this meeting. But thank God, God helped me to finish on time. They put the equipment in the oven. And burn with fire to kill all the germ and bacteria. You see, even in the natural, the fire is used to kill bacteria and virus, and kill all the germs. The same thing, the fire of God. This is why the church need the fire of God so much, because even though you are saved, you can still have demons on the inside of you, and you can argue with me with theology. That's okay. I've been doing this for 17 years. When I lay hand on people in Thailand, they're all believers. They get saved first. They come out to be saved, and I usually get them speak in tongue right away in the meeting. And after that, I lay hand because they're all believers. And you will be amazed how many demons come out of them. They are all believers, and demons come out. Actually, theologically, you cannot cast out demon from non-believers anyway. You need to cast out demon from only believers. Period. Because if you cast out demon from non-believers, seven times worse gonna come back. So I will never touch non-believer to cast out demon. I only do to the believers, and that's what happened to me. When I first came into the fire in 1996, by 1997 I went to a meeting. I did not even know that I had demons as a pastor. And that day in 1997, in the meeting in Florida, the fire of God moved. And touched me at the chair. I was standing behind the chair, raising my hand. The fire of God touched me. I went down to the floor under the chair because no one lay hand on me. Suddenly, now I look back, I understand. Demons came out of me that night, coming out of me, coming out of me for half an hour. And I know to, that night, God destroyed the enemy in my life. That enemy is demonic activity in me. That caused me to be impure, to have wrong thought, to have the way of wrong thinking. The fire of God came to clean you from the enemy, to get rid of the enemy out of you, the bondage, the curses, the generational curses, or maybe fear, or anything that is your enemy. Anything is not of heaven. Anything that you don't see in heaven is your enemy. They've come to kill, to steal, and to destroy. I never cast out demon even one time in my life before I got touched by the fire of God. I got touched by the fire in around 1996, around 1997. I have been a pastor since 1983. From 1983 
เพราะว่าคนเหล่านี้ไม่ชอบพระเจ้าไม่ชอบพระเจ้าไม่ชอบพระเจ้าไม่ชอบพระเจ้าไม่ชอบพระเจ้าไม่ชอบพระเจ้
because it's so burning, so hot. If people want to keep demon inside them, it's hard for them to stay in the fire of God because they're going to have to confront, have a warfare, have a casualty between the fire and the demonic activity in their life. They either repent, change, and let God clean it up, or they say, bye-bye, I don't want to be in this church. This is too hot. I feel offended. I feel that this is not for me. I want you to have easy life, go to church, sing a few songs, and go home. This is too much for me. But when Jesus was on earth, he cast out demons. And Jesus said that in my name, you shall cast out demons. Mark chapter 16. The first command, in my name, not to heal the sick. In my name, you shall cast out demons. So Jesus knew that there are demons in the church and we need to get rid of them as soon as possible because they came to kill, to steal, and to destroy. Amen? From my experience, I can tell when people have demons, when I lay hand, because I've laid hand on 10,000 of people already in my life for the past 10 years. And one of the manifestations of demonic activity is the struggling. When I lay hand on people and people struggle, have some kind of jerking and struggling inside, that is demonic activity. I don't honor that physical activity. I don't say that is the Holy Spirit. It's the struggling between the file of God that want to cast demon out and that person, the owner, the home, you know, you are the home of demon. Your body is their home. If the owner will not let them go, they will not go. But if the owner wants them to go, they have to go in the name of Jesus if you are the believer. If you're not a believer, they will not go because they have the right to stay there. You allow them to stay there because you never repent. You never believe in Jesus. They have the right to own the non-believers. But when you're believers, you have to cast them out. And you have to let them go. Amen? Amen. Another activity that shows that there are demons is this kind of uh, movement. Jerking like this. Jerking. When I saw that, I know right away. Or screaming. When people scream, 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 scream. That is not the Holy Spirit. Because the Holy Spirit is gentle, loving, kind. He will not scream. That is the activity of demon that is fighting inside. Don't want to come out. So our job is to karate them out, kick them out by the file of God. Chase them out of the room. You cannot, you cannot come to the demon and say, could you please leave this home? They will not leave. You have to kick them out. You have to push them out by the fire in the name of Jesus and faith. You need to have faith to kick them out. Amen? Hallelujah. Spiritual taekwondo. Huh? Okay. <laughs> Hallelujah. Exodus chapter 19 verse 18. Now Mount Sinai was completely in smoke. Because the Lord descended upon it in fire, its smoke ascended like the smoke of a furnace, and the whole mountain quaked greatly. Exodus twenty-four seventeen. The sight of the glory of the Lord was like a consuming fire on the top of the mountain, in the eyes of the children of Israel. When you read this scripture, have you ever thought why in the world God only showed his glory to the children of Israel many thousand years ago. Why don't we see that in the local church today? Why don't we experience that on a weekly basis? These guys, for many years in the desert, they see this fire every single day. What is the difference? Why? We are the believer. We actually in the generation that we have the Holy Spirit on the inside of us, why we don't experience the glory 
the tangible presence of God in our bedroom, in our car, in our church meeting. Is it amazing? I believe that God still wants to show His glory today. Because if you read the scripture carefully, you can see the prophecy in the Bible. The prophecy is in the book of Haggai, chapter 2, verse 9. The glory of the latter temple, the end time church, shall be greater than the former. The former include the early church and the temple of Solomon. In the Old Testament, when the musicians start to worship God, the glory came down into the temple, filled with the cloud, and the priests could not function. They got really paralyzed. They could not function in the glory. Why we don't see it today? Because we are not expecting. We are not educated. We don't believe. We don't pursue or press in and value and honor the glory of God. We come to church on Sunday just to have activity, nice music, nice song, preaching 15 minutes, pay tithe and leave. That's all we expect on Sunday. Come do the religious ceremony, listen to the sermon, nice music, play guitar, oh, get excited, the light come, red light, blue light, everyone get excited, oh, Maybe they want the cloud, they just use the machine to blow the smoke into the room a little bit. Look like the cloud is there. I don't want that cloud. I don't want the blow cloud from the machine. I want the real cloud. I want the real glory of God show up. Amen? That's what happened in London in my last trip. God show up in that salon. God just fill people up. People get drunk, demons come out from people. People get healed from depression. People get healed from problems that day. Because the glory show up, darkness cannot be there. Should we have that kind of service every Sunday? The glory of God show up every Sunday? If they have it 24-7, the glory at the mountain, why didn't we have it today? Because we don't expect. We are not taught. We just think about having a nice service. But we don't want to offend anybody. We may offend some rich people. If the glory show up, we will lose money from the church. No, no, we don't want to offend anybody. The rich people will walk out. Haggai, the glory of this latter temple shall be greater than the former, said the Lord of hosts. And in this place, I will give shalom, give peace, said the Lord of hosts. The Bible prophesies that the end-time church should have more glory than the early church. In the early church, the fire of God came down in the upper room. In the early church, when Peter walked by somebody, the glory on his shadow fell on people and then people get healed. In the early church, when Philip went to the city, demons come out, cry and came out from people and the joy of God hit that city. Why? Because they have so much glory. They have so much fire inside them. They were touched by the fire in that upper room. Should we bring it back to this generation? Should we see that in this generation? The fire of God. And the truth is, when you have the fire, shalom will come. Peace will come into the church. Because you kick demons out, you kick all the bad things out, the peace will come into the family, into the church. 
God will bless the church that welcome the fire of God in everywhere. Amen. No one gets sick there. The Bible say a while ago, there was none feeble among his tribes. He also brought them out with silver and gold in the glory. There was everything that we need: healing, good health, protection, everything that we need. As long as I live, New Hope International Church will always welcome the fire of God. As long as I live, I want more and more and more before I die. As I get older, I expect that the glory and the fire of God in my life, in this ministry, in this church, and in the brother and sister who serve God with me, will get stronger and stronger and stronger. And that is happening in those nations right now. All those pastors that I disciple, they all move in the fire of God. They look normal, simple, but they know how to move in the fire. And everywhere they went, something happened. The pastor in Germany went to Norway two weeks ago. Seven people accept Christ in the home, and now they're going to start a group in Norway. Amen. Start form a group in the house. Everywhere these people went, something happened. Demon come out. People get saved because of the fire of God. You like to live that way? I don't want to live a life like just go to church. Whatever will be, will be. I want to make a big difference in this generation. I want to make a big difference in my Christian walk. Everywhere I go, I want to make a change. Something happened. I don't want to be the same. The only person can do that is the Holy Spirit, the fire of the Holy Spirit that cleanses. Why he has to cleanse us first? Because in order for the power from heaven to flow to us very well, we need to be a clean vessel. All the junk have to go so that we will be clean vessel for the fire, for the power to move through us. And we're going to be changed from glory to glory to glory. As long as you are in the fire, that fire will cleanse you, will clean you, little by little. Some habit that you have, some wrong attitude that you have. So tonight, when I pray for you, lay hand on you, come with faith, expectation, ask, yield, and surrender, and cooperate with God. When we yield to God, you yield three things. You yield your will. God, it's not my will, but your will. Not my way. Two, you yield your mind, which means you yield that God going to do more than your theology, more than what you believe, more than what you even understand. He is greater than your understanding right now. No matter how long you become a Christian, you still don't know a lot compared to God. Three, you need to yield your body. If you don't yield, he cannot do much. You need to yield. Everyone that gets touched by God, get the fire of God because they're hungry, they drink. The Bible says in the Old Testament, open your mouth wide and I will give you good things. He wants you to eat and drink. You need to be hungry, drink, yield, and surrender. And ask God to clean you up. Amen? Amen? To become more like Jesus. 
Maybe tonight God will get rid of some demonic activity in your life. Maybe some of you tonight, God want to get rid of some curses in your life. How about this? I'm going to do something different tonight. I'm not forcing you, and if you don't come out, don't worry. I'm not mad at you. <laughs> you offend me. Huh? You never offend me. If tonight you think that you need deliverance, you need to be set free from demons. You think you need to. I want to help you first. The first group. I will help you, and I will explain to you how to do it. Okay. So if you are those people who want to be delivered from demonic activities, come and stand out here first. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. And I will explain to you after you all come out. The rest can pray. The problem is that you don't even know that you have one. The Bible says, "God gives grace to the humble." God gives grace to the humble. When you humble yourself, God will give grace to you. The Bible calls Mary Magdalene, Mary Magdalene, who Jesus cast out seven demons. Can you imagine? She is labeled. Wow! What an honor to be labeled. A disciple of Jesus Christ, who has seven demons cast out of her. Wow! What an honor to be called that way. So what I try to say is that don't be ashamed. Don't feel bad that God cast out demon of you. When you go to see a doctor, he performs surgery. You have to be ashamed. No. The doctor try to help you. Try to set you free. Amen. We're gonna do deliverance, but you do it yourself. I just help you. Listen carefully. You have a home. You have a home. I can explain now. You live in your home, and you allow certain guests to come in. Your friend can come in. Your relative can come in. But when a stranger or a gang of strangers come in. You have two choices. You just allow them to sit on your couch and go to your refrigerator and do whatever they want, and you just sit there shaking and let them do whatever you they want. And they are stranger; they are not your, your friend; they are your enemy. And let them do whatever they want in your house. That's one choice you do. Another choice you can do is to pull out the gun and go to them and say, "If you don't leave, you get into trouble." And If they say I'm not leaving, what you do? Definitely, you may say I call police. But some of you may have third degree black belt. What you do? You kick them out. You push them out. You don't let them stay. The same principle, casting out demon, can be done on your own because you are the believer. You don't need me. You just say this is my body. I don't need you to be here. I'm gonna kick you out right now. But you kick them out. By the fire in this room, because I am standing here to help you. Two, by faith, you cannot cast out demon without faith. Three, by commanding them in the name of Jesus. You have to command them to go out in the name of Jesus. Force them out. 
okay, forcing them out. In order to do that, we need to prepare you to be ready for deliverance. How to get ready? Number one, you need to repent of your sin and confess for sure that Jesus is your Lord. You need to be born again. So I'm going to lead you to pray to confess one more time: Jesus is your Lord. Two, you need to cut any relationship with any demons, any fortune teller, or idols, or anything in your life that you used to associate with. Anything that you used to associate with darkness, fortune telling, witchy board, anything that you used to get involved in the dark world, you need to cut relationship from them. Three, you're gonna pray to forgive those who hurt you. Unforgiveness is the reason of being attacked by demon. The Bible say, you remember, if you don't forgive others, I will send torturer to attack you. Torturers are demons. Unforgiveness open the door from being attacked by demons. So tonight. Maybe your dad, maybe your mom, maybe your brother, maybe your ex-boyfriend, ex-girlfriend offended you. You say, "I'm gonna let them go. I'm gonna tear the I O U. I forgive them. Let go. Forgive them." And after we pray like that, I'm gonna ask you, lead you to pray in the name of Jesus to cast them out. Okay. How to cast them out? You stand like this. They're not g o i n g to come out easily. You need to push them out. Okay, you need to push them out. You, they will not go easily. They are stubborn. Demons are stubborn. You need to cast. You need to push them out. How to push them out? Very simple. Demons or evil spirit are like a wind. The wind is like an air. So the way to force them out is to just cough them out. The first few coughs, okay, you do by faith, okay, by faith. The first few coughs may be your natural cough, but believe me, if you have faith and you do it seriously, believe me, in a few minutes, you're gonna notice something is coming out. Like you cannot even control anymore. It just the the fire of God will push them out, push them out so strong that you. But you have to obey God. You need to cough them out, okay? Hallelujah. Hallelujah! Are you ready? Okay. Don't look at other people. This is between you and God. Don't be a, a shame. This is good for you. Okay. Hallelujah. Okay. Pray with me. Father in heaven, I confess with my mouth and believe in my heart. Jesus is my Lord and Savior. He was raised from the dead on the third day. Jesus, you are my Lord. This body is a temple of your spirit. I don't need stranger. I don't want money changer. I don't want any darkness in my temple here. Oh Lord, 
if I have sinned against you, whether known sin or unknown sin, I ask you to forgive me, Lord. I repent of my sin, and I believe by the blood of Jesus Christ, I have been cleansed and righteous. Oh Lord, I call on the name of the Lord. You say in the Bible, Lord. Those who call on the name of the Lord shall be delivered. Tonight, I call on the name of Jesus, and I forgive everybody who has offended me, who has hurt me, who has cheated me. I let them go, Lord. I forgive them. I bless them. I will not hold grudges against them anymore. Oh, Father in heaven, if I connected myself with any evil spirit in the past, I practice idolatry, worship something more than you, Lord. I want to denounce. I want to cut my relationship from those gods, from those things that are gods to me. From now on, I have only one God: Jehovah, the Father of Jesus Christ. I believe tonight. The fire of the Holy Spirit will come in and burn the chaff and burn evil spirit out of me. Expel them out of me. Satan, I am not your servant. I don't serve you. I don't want you in my life. You have to go, evil spirit. You have to go. In the name of Jesus Christ, you go right now and never come back again. I command you by faith. In the name of Jesus. Hallelujah. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. By faith, right now, call them out. Yes, Lord, call them out right now. In the name of Jesus, in the name of Jesus, by faith, right now. By faith, right now. Go, go, right now. Go right now. Go right now. Go right now. Go right now. In Jesus' mighty name, get out of here right now. 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 In the name of Jesus, fire. Fire! 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 Cut them out! Fire! Cut them out! Fire! 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 
Go right now. Go right now. Go right now. Come them out. Come them out. Fire. Fire. Go right now. Fire. Come. Come them out. Fire. 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 Be free. Be free in the name of Jesus. Be free. Be free. Don't scream. Come them out. Don't scream. Don't scream. Come them out. Fire. 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 Jesus. Jesus. Fire. Go right now. Go right now. Go right now. Fire. 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 Jesus. Go right now. Fire. 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 Go right now. Fire. Yes, Lord, be free. Call them out. Call them out. Fire more. <laughs> go, 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 go right now. Go right now. Fire, fire. Go right now. Never come back. Never come back. Go. Be free. In the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. Be free. In the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. Fire. Fire. In the name of Jesus. Call them out. Call them out. Fire! Fire! Call them out right now. Call them out. Fire! Jesus! Jesus! Fire! <laughs> Call them out. <laughs> Call them out. Fire! Never come back. Go right now. Go right now. Fire! 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 <laughs> Oh, yes, Lord, be free in the name of Jesus. Call them out. Call them out. Fire. Fire. Fail. Focus on the Lord. Fire. Fire. Fail right now. Fire. More fire. Never be the same. Never be the same. Be free. Be free right now. 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 Fire. Call them out. Be free right now. Fire. Be free right now. Call them out. Yes. Go. Go right now. Go right now! Fire! 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 Be free right now! In Jesus' name! Fire! Fire! Be free! Be free in the name of Jesus! Be free in the name of Jesus! Be free right now! Fire! Fire! Be free right now! Call them out! Be free! Be free right now. Be free. Fire. Fire. Be free right now. Be free. Fire. Be free. Fire. 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 Fire! Fire! Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Be free right now. 
Be free right now. Be free right now. Be free right now. Never come back again. Go to the next level. Next level in the mountain of God. Yes, 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 Lord. Fire. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. <laughs> Fire. 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 Be free. Go out of this building. Evil spirit, go out of this building. Get out of here. Carve them out. Carve them out. Carve them out. Carve them out. Fire. Have faith. Be free. In the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. Be free. Fire. 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 Be free right now. Be cleansed. Be touched by the fire of God. Be touched. Fire. 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 Feel right now. <laughs> Fire. Feel right now. Feel right now. <laughs> Feel. <laughs> Fire. Let them go. Don't keep them with you. Don't keep demons with you. Let them go. Fire. 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 <laughs> Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Fire. Fire. Carve them out. Be free right now in the name of Jesus. You have to go. You have to go. Yes, you have to go in the name of Jesus. You have to go. <laughs> Be free right now. Be free right now in the name of Jesus. Fire! Right now in the name of Jesus. Be free right now in the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. Fire. Fire. Be free right now. Fire. 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 Thank you, Jesus. Fire. Fire and be saved. Feel right now. <laughs> Fire. Upon the name of Fire. Jesus. Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah.
Hallelujah. Thank you, Lord. Call upon the name of the Lord. <laughs> Fire. Thank you, Lord. Fire. <laughs> Thank you, Jesus. Call upon the name of the Lord. Be free. Be let them go. Saved. Don't let them stay here. Fire. More fire. More fire. The name of the Lord and be saved. Fire. Fire. Call upon the fire. name of the Lord fire. and be saved. Fire. Fire. Be free. Be free. Be free. Can you the fire of God burn. You will never be the same. Wanna be where you are. Never be the same. Never be the same. More Jesus. Less of darkness. Less of darkness. More of the light. More of the light. More of the light. Go ahead and speak in tongue. Go ahead and speak in tongue. Yellow Kusela Katalaki Selegat Skadaba. Hampalek has Selegat Skadarik Skadaba. God fill you with the Holy Spirit right now, sister. Go ahead and speak in tongue. Speak in tongue out loud. Speak in tongue. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. ฮ่าฮ่าฮ่าฮ่าฮ่าฮ่าฮ่าฮ่าฮ่าฮ่าฮ่าฮ่าฮ่าฮ่าฮ่าฮ่าฮ่าฮ่าฮ่าฮ่
Fire! 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 Call them out! Call them out! More! Come out! Call them out! Call them out! Yes, go! In the name of Jesus, go! Go right now! Go right now! Go right now! Go right now! Fire! Go right now! Go ahead! Fire! Fire! Go ahead! Fire! Go! Go right now! Fire! Yeah, go! Let them go! Let them go! In the name of Jesus! Let them go right now! Let them go right now! Be free right now! Be free! Never be the same! Never be the same! Fire! Be holy! Be pure! Fire! 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 More fire! More fire! More fire! Fire! Burn! 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 Fire! Burn! Fire! And be saved! Fire! Burn! Burn! Fire! Fire! Fill! Thank you, Jesus! Thank you, Jesus! Burn. Burn. I speak revival for Japan. I speak that that nation will be set free from principality, from darkness. Let Japan be free from the cloud of darkness. Fire. Fire. Fire! Fire! <laughs> Fire! 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 More fire! More fire! More fire! More fire! Be free! Be free right now! Be free right now! Be free right now! Fire! Be free right now! Be free! Be free right now! Be free right now! Fire! 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 
see Benda at all? Benda. You see Benda? I got paid somebody to answer my phone. Fire. <laughs> Fire! 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 Be free. Yes, let them go. Don't keep this evil spirit. Go. Let them go. Fire! 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 Be free in the name of Jesus. Be free. Be whole. Be cleansed. Call them out. Call them out. Call them out. Call them out. Go ahead. Call them out. Yes. Go right now. Now go. 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 The generational curse. The darkness have to go right now in the name of Jesus. Go right now. Go right now. In Jesus' name. Fire. 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 Be free. Burn. In the name of Jesus. Burn. Burn all the junk out of you. Burn. 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 Pass it, Fire. 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 Thank you, Jesus. My praise from you. Thank you, Jesus. Never be the same. Filled with the Spirit of God. And darkness have to leave. Become a new woman. Become a new woman. Fire. New person. Fire. Fire. Fire! The Lord said to you, I want to use you. I want to use you. And you cannot imagine how I'm going to use you. But be ready. Be ready. Be prepared. Because I will use you to do my work in this generation. Yes. You may not be able to imagine now, but I will prepare you. You just say, here I am. Use me. I give my life to you. We trust that this message is ministered to you. If you would like more information about New Hope International Church or other teaching CDs, please contact us at 206-275-1042. You may also visit our website online at www.newhopeinternationalchurch.com. To a all gathered in your name, I live to you.